Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Our Common Ground with Janice Graham, transforming truth to power, one broadcast at a time. But the British government failed. The Russian government failed. The Japanese government failed. The German government failed. And the United States of America government, when it came to treating her citizens of Indian descent fairly, she failed. She put them on reservations. When it came to treating her citizens of Japanese descent fairly, she failed. She put them in internment prison camps. When it came to treating the citizens of African descent fairly, America failed. She put them in chains. The government put them on slave quarters, put them on auction blocks, put them in cotton fields, put them in inferior schools, put them in substandard housing, put them in scientific experiments, put them in the lowest paying jobs, put them outside the equal protection of the law, kept them out of their racist bastions of higher education, and locked them into positions of hopelessness and helplessness. The government gives them the drugs, builds bigger prisons, passes a three-strike law, and then wants us to sing God bless America? No, no, no. Not God bless America. God... America's chickens are coming home to roost. Our Common Ground with Janice Graham. Our Common Ground, speaking truth to power and ourselves. Our Common Ground, a higher ground for discourse, discussion, solutions, and ideas. I'm Janice Graham, and I'll be listening for you. Talk, talk, that talk matters. matters. Transforming, Transforming truth, truth to power, 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 one broadcast, one broadcast at a time. And now to Our Common Ground with Janice Graham. And thank you for being with us here at Our Common Ground, our first episode in the new season 2021. We welcome you and hope that you had a bountiful holiday season. And we wish you well and enough uh, as you... 
uh, past the celebrations of Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, and come into 2021 with a mind toward prosperity, growth, and I suppose improvement. So uh, we welcome all of you. And for those of you who would like to join us in our chat room, you can come to blogtalkradio.com backslash OCG. Also, if you would like to join us uh, by listening on your smart device, the number is 347-838-9852, and we welcome all of you. Um, <clears throat> We, we, we want to remind you that as we come into this new year, as we come as an Our Common Ground family into 2021, there is so much work to do. Uh, as we witnessed uh, the insurrection by fascist, racist, white insurgents uh, attack the Capitol building in Washington, D.C. at the end of a hate rally um, on Wednesday. And as we have been listening to our political leadership and them falling short of understanding and seeing that this is a continuum. It is not something um, that just happened. And we're going to be talking about it in the second page, uh, the aftermath, the attack. Um, I think that it's very important for us to understand um, that the problem in America isn't division. Um, that's a lazy way, a lazy catch phrase, that the problem is that 30 to 40% of Americans do not think that black, brown, and tan people should be equal participants in this society. You can't reconcile with people who don't think you are human. In fact, these demands for making and uh, reconciliation. It's another form of gaslighting and implies the uh, perpetrators of violence are just as aggrieved as the victims of violence, whether state or private. And as we are always admonishing you here that everything happens in the context of history, White mobs, racist, vile, hateful white people who believe that they have to demand that their whiteness is greater than anything else have been coming after us for hundreds of years. That was nothing more than a lynch mob going for the Capitol building and the people who were inside, insisting 
on their whiteness being supreme. We're going to talk about it in the in 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 our se- second hour, and I hope that you will stay with us tonight. In this episode, we have have titled it "White Collar Crime: How Whiteness Presides." Uh, the author of the book "Big Dirty Money," a Professor Jennifer Taub is going to be joining us uh, tonight to talk about the culture, how America has essentially um, transformed the nature of justice, bringing to it a new definition that judges, prosecutors, and police officers and lawyers who are part of the problem uh, have created a culture that we often refer to as white-collar crime. But that culture has has an impact and a disparity and a cost for the rest of us. As we come into the broadcast tonight, um, uh, we are celebrating at Our Common Ground our 34th year of live broadcasting, Um, and and I'm quite quite proud of that. Uh, I I have always insisted that this broadcast be live; that a podcast is. leaves people in a state of not having to really do anything, to respond, to plan. And um, I don't count the year and a half that I was running from the Trump slave catchers uh, where I had to dispense with my my broadcasts uh, in order to um, put my treasures together and 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 cross the Ohio River. So I I still count those those, those uh, nearly twenty months as part of the thirty four. So um, if you're doing the calculation, that's how it came to thirty four. Um, we're only shy of of those of those months. Um, uh, the slave catchers didn't catch up, and it seems that in the aftermath of the attack on the Capitol building, that my former boss woke up from his com- his coma, and had something to say. Uh, I'm sure somebody wrote it down for him. And uh, of course, it was in support of of Donald Trump. Um, I know still it is very hard being separated from your family and friends during this pandemic, and I'm hoping and encouraging you to, to continue to be safe and to practice your life in a safe way so that we can get on the other side, the numbers are not good, um, uh, and uh, we were all anticipating that we would be having some um, different 
medical projections uh, once the vaccine started being shipped, and that is not happening because we had a negligent and incompetent government. So the numbers on for this date, January 9th, Um, The numbers don't look good. Um, Today we had 2 million tests, uh, 2 million plus tests. There were 204,000 tests that were negative. And today there are 130,777 people hospitalized as a result of being infected by the SARS COVID-19 coronavirus. And as of today, there have been 363,554 deaths due to COVID-19 in this country. And that's the 56 states and territories. That's some dismal information. And I'm just encouraging you uh, that each day you have to make a commitment uh, to do more hand washing. uh, Because I'm down here in Florida, I am double masking with a face shield. Um, I am only socializing um, with um, nobody, (laughs) actually. (laughs) I did one evening stand out on my driveway and uh, wish happy holidays to some of my neighbors who walk their dogs after they pass. Um, But people are still not wearing masks. They are still not practicing safe behavior. If you looked at the rally that Donald Trump sponsored on on Wednesday in Washington, D.C., it was very difficult to find anyone in there that uh, had on masks. So uh, we're hoping that that you do. Uh, for those of you who are going to uh, join us, I do want to, to remind you that at the end of this program, we always have what we call a jam joint. Uh, I spend some time, it's one of the ways that I decompress from Um, um, these discussions is I play music right here at our Common Ground Studios and um, you can uh, join us for that by dialing 347-838-9852 we do that for about 20-30 minutes uh, each night after uh, we close out the episode and uh, tonight we'll be featuring the Brothers Johnson, Miles Davis, Whitney Houston, 
um, and and some others. So we uh, Sade, uh, we hope that you will stay with us. Our, let me tell you some things about our guest. Uh, I'm not seeing her on the board yet. But uh, Jennifer Taub is a legal scholar and advocate whose writings focus on follow the money matters. She promotes transparency and opposes corruption. She has testified as a banking law expert before Congress and has appeared um, she first caught my eye on MSNBC and she's appeared on CNN Newsroom. She's a professor of law at the Western New England University of Law where she teaches civil procedure, white collar crime and other business and commercial law courses. She was the Bruce Nichols Visiting Professor of Law in the fall of 2019 at Harvard Law School and is a professor of law, uh, and she graduated uh, from Yale Law School, and oh, Yale College and Harvard Law School, and she formerly taught at Vermont Law School. Her new book is Big Dirty Money, the shocking injustice and unseen cost of white-collar crime. She was a co-founder and organizer of the April 15, 2017 tax march where more than 120,000 people gathered in cities nationwide to demand that President Donald Trump release his tax returns. She is co-author with the late Kathleen Brickley of Corporate and White-Collar Crime Cases and Materials. One of the reasons that I think that she is an important journalist, legal journalist and author at this point in the area of banking and financial market regulation, she wrote another book. The title of the book is Other People's Houses, how decades of bailouts, captive regulators, and toxic bankers made home mortgages a thrilling business, and it was published in May 2014. She's written pieces for a variety of platforms, including the Washington Post, CNN Opinion Page, Slate, the New York Times, the baseline scenario, race to um, uh, to the bottom, Pareto Commons, which is a very, very important legal newsletter, and concurring opinions. This is what Ellie Mistal had to say about her. It's no accident about her book. It's no accident that African-American citizens can be brutalized or even killed for minor alleged infractions, while corporate wrongdoers escape prosecution, our punishment. When we see street corner drug dealers denied bail 
but crooked pharmaceutical conglomerates pay out dividends. We are seeing the justice system work as intended. Top explains how the rot goes right to the heart of our legal and regulatory systems themselves. And she wrote in her book, Crime is hiding in plain sight. Now we need to use our voices as abolitionists, Frederick Douglass proclaimed. Power concedes nothing without a demand. It never did and it never will. It's time to demand an end to this elite crime spree. We must act, and not for us, but for the society that will be here generations to come. We owe it to our children and grandchildren. And the thing that I want to discuss with her is how judges, lawyers, prosecutors, presidential pardons play a role in how white crime has become acceptable in our society. So we hope that you'll stay with us um, because I think that talking with her about how greed and whiteness controls our courts, controls our uh, offices of prosecution, controls the way in which we view crime. I'm not sure why she's not here, but I'm going to play a little bit of music for you, and I'm going to find out, and we'll be right back.
Well, the music ran out, and we are still waiting uh, to hear from Jennifer Tom. I think we might have um, had, I don't know why we had a communication problem. Uh, so I am, I did call, uh, call her. Um, I was so busy doing this, I sent an email to myself. Okay. Um, so here is why I think this is so important. Um, because it is whiteness drives this culture. And we're going to talk with Jennifer about it. Uh, when she comes up. The name of the book is Big Dirty Money. 773, thank you for your call. You are calling in. 773, you're on the air. Uh, good evening, Janice. How are you? Alpha, good. I'm Alpha. glad you're feeling better. I was worried about you last night. Well, I was worried about me last night. <laughs> Figured, we noticed. I figured. I figured since uh, you uh, your your guests had not called in, I could fill in the time. Since when I call you, you rush me off the phone so fast, I get um, limited air time. <laughs> so you're gonna be. I, that that's good. That's good. You're gonna be my guest for a few minutes. Um, you know, and I'll as soon as she shows up, I'll dump you. I don't know what has happened. Something evidently has happened because she's not an irresponsible person. Go ahead. Well, I'm used to getting what's on your mind. uh, That's no problem. I have a take on this uh, this siege, and I'm gonna say this because I truly believe this. The majority of the people there were. Just dumb followers, but infiltrate embedded in those followers, dumb followers, were some serious seditionists, and they were there with the with the uh, flexible handcuffs, with the guns, with the bombs, and they were there to do some serious damage. And what we miss, what is intentionally missed are the ramifications and repercussions of what they did. And and I know they're looking for people, and they've got um, uh, people being arrested. And But these people that they are arresting, the people like the guy sitting at Nancy Pelosi's desk, the guy walking off with the lectern, all these people, five people died in this attack on the Capitol. Now, I want to ask a question, and I'm going to ask it to the lawyers, and is this, if Ray Ray and Junebug go to the convenience store and Junebug decides to stick up 
the store while Ray Ray is sitting in the car and don't know nothing about it. When they catch them both, they are both guilty of sticking up the store. I'm not going to even enter that uh, Ray Ray shot and killed the owner or the clerk. I'm just going to say this. They are both guilty of the crime. With the massive number of people who rushed into that building, those buildings, and with five people dying, why are not all of them guilty of manslaughter, second-degree murder, at best? Are you asking me, or is that rhetorical? No, I'm asking. I, I think that's an ask. Yeah, Alpha, I've been listening yep. to you for almost almost nine years now. <coughs> Excuse me. I know that you know the answer to that. <laughs> but because we're on live radio, why don't you do this? Why don't you tell my audience, expound on the answer? Because, you see, one of the things that's gotten me obtuse about all of this is that a whole nation, I mean, hear me out. School children in this country... (coughs) have been crawling under their desk, hiding from gunmen for how many years? And this Congress, the U.S. Congress, has done nothing about it. So as a ninth grader wrote on her teacher's Twitter, why, why, why? They, the, 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 and she was admonishing the members of Congress who had to hide under desk by saying, "We've been hiding. I've been hiding under a desk since I was in kindergarten." Okay. The other is a nation. All of a sudden, wants total accountability when a twelve-year-old was p- playing in a. In, in a park and gunned down by police officers and 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 only black people wanted accountability well not just black people black people and their allies Brianna Taylor was in her home in her bed Sandra Bland failed on a road that had no other cause to signal she was moving into another lane. Not one sitting congressperson called for accountability. 
in front of us, in front of us, video, not one of those police officers responsible for those dead black bodies were held accountable by going to prison. Not one. Not one. Okay, so you explain, you expound on your answer. And I guess we're flipping the pages because this is what we were going to do in the second page of the show tonight. Go ahead, Alpha. Expound on your answer. What do you What do you think? Why do you think? Okay, here's what I think. First of all, did your guest call in? <laughs> no, not yet. Okay, all right. So here's what I think. I think the obvious. I think there's a double two-tier, three-tier, four-tier system of justice in this country. And it has always been like that. And as the years go by and as time marches on, they add a new system where some of them at some time, at some point, will be held accountable, like the young man here in Chicago that was shot 16 times, and all of his policemen's partners lied on the uh, police reports. And the mayor and everyone else tried to hide the video. And when the video was finally released, the only person that went to jail was the officer who was the shooter. The rest of the officers had some disciplinary problems. And that basically was it, when in fact they should have all been fired outright for lying in a police and official police papers. And, you know, it gets to a point where you go you grow beyond tired of this double standard. And you want someone to scream. You want someone to grab someone by the collar. What was that piece that you played where the young lady said, just hope that we want equality and we don't want revenge? Yes. And that's that's what it's come to. That's what it's come to, and that's what it's coming to. Mm-hmm. And from this past year plus, where we've seen black people, especially black women, elevate, um, basically burn out candle, like Joe Biden. And I'm going to say it like this. Um, Popeye's son could have been running he to beat Donald Trump because it wasn't about who was running it was about Donald Trump so when Joe Biden was elevated by black people by Hispanic people and white people who stood with us it was not surprising to me nor did it bother me but one but now that he is there 
I declare all out war on him to do the right things. And Merrick Garland is not the right thing. And some of the choices he's made are not the right thing. Well, you know, here here, here is what Joe Biden's entire political career is about soft peddling, soft peddling. And I think that I think that um one of the things that we have to be be cognizant about is that they're going to soft pedal and yes, I am taking callers tonight. Uh, they are going to be soft peddling um, um, what what is going to happen in the Department of Justice? Because you know, I, I spent many years in 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 DOJ. Um, as a matter of fact, the new deputy that. Uh, Garland has chosen Linda, Linda Monaco. I was there when she came in, and she has less experience than uh, Gupta and Clark. And I can't understand how he came up with that particular um, with that particular uh, uh, configuration of assignments other than they want a safe person to be at the helm, and that's Linda Monaco. Hey, um, thank you very much for uh, your call, and uh, I'm going to put you on mute because I know you're going to have to have some other stuff to say, but I've got some other calls I want to get to. Um 646, you're on the air. 646. Happy happy New Year's to you and the family. I hope all is well. Thank you, Jay. It all is well. That's what I like. That's what I like to hear. You know, if you're good, I'm good. Other than, um, you know, I'm just waiting for you to start the um, campaign to um, keep um, Joe Manchin in line, and somebody put a foot on his neck immediately look, look, before I'm, he I'm, caused I'm, too many troubles for your group, um, the well, Democratic I'm, Party. You, you know what, Jay? When you call, when you call the, uh, when you when you call your your state representatives, and I'm already called Chuck Schumer, so don't go there with me with that. I'm already called Chuck Schumer and Gillibrand, and I told to them expel to put him in line. They, yeah, they do. Thanks, Jay. Got to okay. go to another caller because my right. guest is going to come up. Thanks for the well wishes. Your boy got a car for Christmas. What What's can that? I say? <laughs> uh, I'm not announcing on what can because it was a, a can. One one one. You're on the air. Thank you for your call. Good evening. My name is uh, Randy Anderson, and. Um, Thank you for taking my call. I 
I've uh, wanted to kind of share some of my experiences working with the Biden campaign in, for the past six months. And I've actually met quite a few times with Joe Biden himself. And um, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's, a, he's a very uh, intellectual kind of guy. He's a, little, he's a little older, so as we get older, we all get a little slower, but it doesn't mean that, uh, that we're not affected. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure that you've heard that he's pushing a $3 trillion uh, stimulus package as soon as he gets into office. And, uh, you know, one of the one of the parts of the stimulus package, not only is it going to go to urban development and unemployment and uh, small business, uh, the SBA loans are going to be uh, readily available to um, a lot of the minorities, um, which, you know, include African-Americans, Hispanics, Asians. Um, but also he has a mugging um, uh, section in it. And so hopefully we can get that off the ground as well. So I think that's really big in, in a lot of the African-American communities. And uh, hopefully we can get that off and running. Let me, so let, me ask you, let me ask you, Randy, uh, with your interaction with uh, President-elect, what your take might be on how he is going to handle the crimes committed by members of the Trump administration. Um, he has already indicated he's not interested in whether uh, Trump is uh, impeached again or uh, removed, and I don't believe that, but that's what he says publicly. So what's your take on that? Well, I don't think he's going to continue uh, any further actions uh, towards impeaching Trump or um, after he's in, what the the issue is that once he gets in, into office, is he needs to get the biz, uh, get to work. I mean, there's a lot of work to to undo, uh, a lot of mistakes, undo a lot of the mistakes that Trump's made over the past four years. Um, again, uh, not only with uh, some of the foreign trade policies that we have in in place, but also some of the um, like the mining expeditions and things of that nature. We have to reverse a lot of those. We have NAFTA trades. We have um, a lot of the – he's going to reverse a lot of the tariffs that are currently in place with China, including mugging tariffs. Uh, We have to to really uh, reverse those. Are you familiar with the mugging tariffs? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let me me ask you. My audience would be – particularly interested what what role what kind of role did you play in the biden campaign well i did a lot of their marketing and um a lot of the social media marketing uh also um i can't really divulge too much information i'll just go ahead and say some of the marketing aspects of it um i'm still employed by uh, joe biden um of course one of the uh, one of one of the things that he really has been pushing lately is uh, for us to really get established and and start getting all our ducks in a row when it comes to handling so, this coronavirus. So are you going to be part of the administration? Yes, that's correct. Okay, and what role will you play in the administration? Well, that's going to be in the, the you know, you know, part of no, the I problem can't, is can't. anybody could call to. here and say, hey, I was Joe Biden's next-door neighbor, sure. and, you know, you, you get where I'm yeah, going. Yeah, no, of course, and I, I can divulge the information. I'm going to be part of this munging cabinet. So. Pardon me, you're Are part you of what cabinet? I'm sure you've heard of it, right? What's that? What? 
part of his no, money no. cabinet. Money cabinet. No, a mungy. No, M U N G I N G. Mungy. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, okay. And so what I'll is that? Exactly what that is. But yeah, if you don't mind, it's 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 so what it is munging, um and this is something that Joe Biden was the one who uh, who put me into this position and who introduced me to uh, to the munging division. <clears throat> Essentially, and I did this with him as well, which was fantastic, and I was really proud to have, to to have uh, uh, experienced this with the uh, president elect. Uh, what we did is we went to is essentially what had happened is we had a, an individual that had passed. He was part of the she was part of the cabinet um, uh, for the elect to get him elected. What we did is we ended up uh, essentially she passed a week later. We dug up her body. We Biden and I fucked her. We came inside of her asshole and then he jumped on top of her stomach. While yeah, right. Okay, let me go back to Alpha because, you know, I knew something was going on ahead there. Nobody from the Biden campaign or the Biden administration is going to call up on our common ground running their mouths. Out of here. Okay. Alpha, so you see what I have to deal with? I have to deal with this kind of stuff. Alpha, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here, Janice. Um, <laughs> I was I was muted because uh, I just couldn't stop laughing from the moment he got on the um, on the phone and and told you that his name was what did he say? Harley B. Randy Fight. Anderson. <laughs> Randy oh Randy Anderson. My name is Randy Anderson, and I'm part of the Biden. Oh, no, I was marketing for him, and you know about the money camp, the money cabinet. You know, I just, you know, we got, we got, we got time. I um, love it when clowns, when clowns like that come on with the circus. You know, because it, I think it speaks to a, a, a bigger conversation. If you have time to come on to your internet program and troll with that kind of nonsense you simply have time to find something else to do where's your mother you know it it gets to a point where you need to be disciplined You (laughs) you need somebody to hold your hand and walk Mm -hmm. you across the street or something but uh, I mean that that that. But that's what we have. That's what we have on the other side, and that's what people like Merrick Garland and Joe Biden don't seem to understand when they talk about moving forward, looking ahead, not looking back. They didn't look back on George Bush, with him and Dick Cheney, and the war crime of torture. And since they got away with that, why not let Donald Trump come in over a decade and a half later and get away with 30,000 lives? Why not let Donald Trump come in a decade and a half later and seize upon this nation 360,000 deaths as he tries to reach herd immunity 
which every scientist was basically against. He wanted to basically do Vladimir Putin's work. And why isn't someone asking how Vladimir Putin sees this failed uh, attack on the capital? Why haven't the pundits and news, you tie him and you tie the Republicans who went to Russia and now they're all part of this disinformation campaign. As you sit there and watch in horror to what this man is going to unleash in the next, oh, by the way, he's got nine days after today. He's got nine days, a little over a week. So this is what happens when you don't hold people accountable. And I would hope that he would hold everyone accountable. When you, when you were speaking about, uh, was that you, Janice? Somebody was talking about the Deutsche Bank crowd. Yeah, that was and me. The, I've been on Deutsche was, Bank. And if the United States, because of money, and the money concerns and the hole that it leave, will leave in the money world. If you take money, Deutsche Bank should be banned from doing business in the U.S. period, period, for the crimes well, that they have committed. Well, here, Here's the deal on on Deutsche Bank for those of you who are listening. Deutsche Bank has a U.S. operations called uh, in their private banking division, um, and they spent a lot of money lobbying the U.S. to allow them um, about six years ago to set up a division in the U.S., which they never previously had. And their old guard executive board opposed it. So a lot of money was spent and a lot of pressure was placed on the bank by Russian oligarchs to open this U.S. operation because oligarchs were making a a lot of money in laundering money and setting up the Russian mafia in the United States. It is the only bank that four years ago, no, six years ago, which would give that gave a two hundred and fifty million dollar loan to Donald Trump when he was already in four hundred and fifteen million dollars in hock, and that is because Russian oligarchs leaned on the bank 
keep in mind that these people had a lot of money in that bank. So that's why Deutsche Bank is so important, and uh, that's why one of the reasons why Donald Trump was such a nicety as as a as a, a candidate for president of the United States. Two people who opposed the loan and the opening of the U.S. operation of the Deutsche Bank died under some very mysterious, mysterious um, uh, circumstances. Uh, It's, you know, I should, actually, Alpha, I've been doing a lot of talking about Deutsche Bank, a lot of studying about Deutsche Bank. Um, uh, When I was in business school, uh, I had to spend some time in Berlin uh, at Deutsche Bank as part of my studies with um, my my, um, internship with Mercedes-Benz. So um, the history of Deutsche Bank is just unbelievable, but the history of Deutsche Bank and Donald Trump is unbelievable. Most of you will recall that I have talked a lot about uh, Justice Kennedy and the way in which he retired from the Supreme Court. His son was a major player in the loaning of $250 million to Donald Trump. Uh, It's a lot of politics in that entire thing. I'm sorry, Alpha, I did interrupt you. Uh, I'm going to have to go to a break in a few minutes, but uh, carry on. Well, the... I guess the the biggest issue here is money laundering. Money laundering, pure and simple. Well, it's just like I posed to you on your show last night. You know, and I I heard Jay when he called in and said Donald Trump doesn't matter. But I think that the association, the associative issues and crime around Donald Trump does matter. Um, and we're going to talk about it in in the second hour because uh, I think it is critical that we understand that Wednesday was just the beginning. We have been warned. We have been warned by every organization and the FBI, um, the Southern Poverty, whatever they they are, Southern Law Poverty, Center. Southern po- Poverty Law Center. The Southern Poverty Law Center. We've been warned by uh, so from so many areas, and we have talked about it on this program about how the fascist, white supremacy, anti-Semitic organizations were organizing and becoming armed, and they were multiplying. And nobody, Alpha, uh, as as I indicated to you last night, is talking about, nobody's pointing out that these were the same people who showed up in Portland, Kenosha, D.C., Chicago, 
New York and infiltrated protest Black Matter Black Lives Matters marches, and they were doing the burning. Nobody's talking about and, that yet, right? And see, that's the whole thing, Janice. When I speak of these, this, you know, the one. The one major thing no one's speaking to is uh, Supreme Court Justice Roberts and this Citizens United deal, which is basically spurred on this money race, this race for top dollar and buying these politicians. All well, of that. You know, I want everybody to turn on their question machine tonight and question the whole idea of why would you sacrifice and risk an entire year, decade of political currency. And I'm talking about people like Mitch McConnell. I'm talking about people like Mark Meadows and uh, Rob Johnson and... Um, Lamar Alexander and Lindsey Graham why would you risk the political currency that you have worked so hard to have Ted Cruz uh, uh, Rand Paul um, um, uh, Susan Collins why would you risk that on a clearly incompetent Bumbling incompetent like Donald Trump. There has to be a reason. Alpha, stay with me, and I'm going to take a break, and when I come back, we're going to turn this page, and um, I guess we'll have to reschedule Jennifer Topp because I think her book is very important. The book is Big Dirty Money, Something Happened. I've done this before, um, supposed to be at a meeting, supposed to be at a conference, and and people are calling me, and I'm out having a drink or out having dinner or whatever, and the next day I wake up and I see an email that says, where the hell were you? So I don't I don't get excited about that kind of stuff. So we're going to take a break, and when we come back, and I want to share this with you as we go into the break. I didn't have it while uh, we haven't talked about Osof, John Osof and um, Reverend Warnick. Uh, winning the Senate in Georgia, and Georgia has been on our minds for a long time as we came as we came into the into the end of the year, and they have been elected, and we can talk about that in the second page. But this is a piece of music that I thought was just wonderful. Um, it was part of the campaign to elect. Um, um, uh, Warnock and Ossoff. Stay with us. Our number is 347-838-9852, and our lines are open. I'm a resident of Georgia. I'm a resident of Georgia. I'm a resident of Georgia. I am a resident of Georgia. A resident of Georgia. I am standing up to vote in a special election on January 5th. January 5th. January 5th. January 5th. 5th. Because I'm passionate about voting. And to make sure that everybody knows that every vote counts. Because I feel that Georgia needs a voice. More leaders 
in our sin. To shape our present and enhance our future. I'm standing up to oppose bigotry, bigotry, racism, income inequality, greed, corruption, corruption. For health care. For health care. For health care for all. Stand up for the future of Georgia. Stand up for the future of Georgia. And I'm standing up to fight for the people of Georgia. Stand up. Stand up for the people of Georgia. I am standing up for the people of Georgia. For Georgia's farmers. And I'm standing up. And I'm standing to fight for the people of Georgia. Stand up and vote January 5th in this special. I mean, that just brought tears to my eyes. I did probably around... I did probably around uh, 42 hours of call banking into Georgia doing uh, the runoff campaign, and some of the stuff I heard uh, just was unbelievable. But they sent that to me um, uh, like two or three days before the runoff um, election, and I was just floored by it. I hope you enjoyed it. You're listening to Our Common Ground. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. You're listening to Our Common Ground with Janice Graham, transforming truth to power, one broadcast at a time. It's amazing how people can come together by spending time apart. Quest Diagnostics thanks you for doing your part to stop the spread of the coronavirus through social distancing and proper hygiene. At Quest, we're doing our part by establishing COVID-19 lab testing capabilities across the country to better serve our communities and healthcare providers. If you suspect you have COVID-19, talk to a healthcare provider and let's keep doing our part so we can all come back together stronger than ever. Republicans are playing cutthroat politics. Why are the Democrats playing that? And why can't they be on the offensive? And that, that's the first. Here's the second charge. You've got the Republicans beating this old message of debt. you got Mitt Romney standing in front of a dead clock now. And that will be the narrative. And the Democrats, you don't see this coming? You don't see this narrative coming as they force another jet fight. As they... The best of political talkback. Common sense. Right from the concrete. Urban, progressive, politics. 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 Friday night at TruthWorks Network. 10 p.m. Alpha drills down deep the lies, the conspiracies in politics. It's just damn politics.
politics. The Alpha Show. Because our society is only as strong as all its individuals, the United Negro College Fund has helped educate thousands of doctors and researchers, but we need more. Thousands of architects and engineers, but we need more. Thousands of teachers and biologists, but we need more. And when disease, injustice, pollution, poverty, and countless other problems threaten to pull us apart, we had better educate every single person who has the potential to solve our problems. And to educate more people, we need more of your help. Give to the United Negro College Fund. With so much at stake, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Thank you for joining us at Our Common Ground with Janice Graham. And now back to our common ground. content of our broadcast, but, you know, that's the way it goes. Um, I, I do want to remind you that uh, I am going into my 34th year uh, of our common ground, and um, I am seeking uh, some younger person. I came into this in my well, whatever, younger than I am right now. And as of December 31st, 2021, I will be retiring from live broadcasting. Retiring in the sense of it's time for somebody else to take the helm of our common ground. And um, so we're looking for someone who can come in with us starting somewhere around April or May um, that will take the helm um, and work with me because I want the mission to be the mission. So if you know of anyone, shoot us an email at ocg at ourcommonground.com or you can leave me a message um, somewhere on our website at ourcommonground.com, www.ourcommonground.com. It is not um, uh, an easy thing for me to think through this, Um, but I I 
do believe that. I mean, I can't think of her name now. <laughs> I she was she used to be my friend over at um, NPR and um, public broadcasting, and I can't think of her name, but she did this uh, until she was like 85 years old. And her voice had gotten weak and a whole lot of stuff, but she was a very smart, very sharp person. Um, And I look at some others that I started with. Um, This has been one of the longest-running live broadcasts. You know, we used to do this five days a week, um, and because of uh, both risk and stress, on on my life as a full-time working professional and because I was doing so much traveling that I couldn't possibly fit in Monday through Friday broadcasts without a lot of interruptions that would just serve to confuse people. So we are looking for that. The other is one of the things that we do is that we provide free advertising for small black businesses, those that are on the Internet and those that are physical. And if you know of a business that needs some uh, support, because even though we have a large listening audience live, we have an even larger one uh, that uh, listens on demand. So, um, you know, they can give us a call. Um, we have um, a broadcast uh, advertising, free advertising. We've done it for Black um, Agenda Report. We've done it for some some others, Kevin uh, Gray and the work that he was doing, the Abolitionist Radio, Black Talk Radio Network. And um, so we are willing uh, to provide that as a service at our common ground, but they must be black, they must be small, and on whatever they do, they cannot charge for advertising or pay for advertising in other places. That's the only things. So <clears throat> in this second page, we want to talk about the insurrection Um You know, uh, Trumpism is not an aberration, but a mass phenomenon. It's uh, he has greatly expanded his base since 2016 and 2020, adding more than 10 million votes to its total. He expanded into places and demographic constituencies thought to be close to him. And no other Republican presidential candidate could have done that. And it was achieved precisely through the same means that led to the spectacle at the Capitol on Wednesday. To hope that Joe Biden can diffuse this by restoring civility, quote-unquote, and bipartisanship, quote-unquote, in Washington would be for the United States and not just in the United States needs an anti-fascist movement. We have not begun to even see the end of this. 
It is not going away. Just as Mitch McConnell was willing to strangle the Senate, and he did so in the Obama administration, he was willing to do it in the Biden administration so that Republicans could control. We have intermediary or... Um, uh, elections coming up next November, and though Biden, the Biden administration has a democratically uh, controlled Senate by the Democratic Party and a controlled House, there is no guarantee that it's going to stay this way. And if you don't believe me, call Barack Obama. The other part of it is this soft peddling that I think Joe Biden has as a foundation of how he does politics, because those are his friends. Mitch McConnell, he admits Mitch McConnell is his friend. Um, Alpha's still with us, and I thank him for, for joining me, because... You know, Alpha has a certain kind of common sense. You know, I, I take it up to sometimes a little bit high, and he's able to bring me down. But this insurrection in Washington, and I just saw a news flash. I just saw a news flash, <coughs> uh, breaking news to NBC News that indicates that the right-wing leaders, fascist, racist leaders of the insurrection on Wednesday have announced that they're coming back for the inauguration. What say you, Alpha? Let them come. Yeah, it ain't gonna be like it was Wednesday. Well, there'll be there'll be there'll be someone there waiting for them. See, Donald Trump was part. Just you know, all of the moves that he made in firing the heads at the Pentagon and that you know, and replacing them with his cronies. These are people who denied. I would say help, backup help for defending the Capitol building. It was and, more than that, Alpha. Come on. Alpha, it was well, more than I, that. I say that because that is the origin of it. Why are you being a nice guy? Well, because being a, being a bad, nasty guy hasn't helped me much. And I'll say it like this. You know, I've I've always, always been. I I make it plain. I dislike Republicans with a passion, simply because they dislike people who look like me with the same passion or more. They have been at the forefront of voter suppression discrimination, murdering people who look like me, 
the police departments, the military, politicians, judges, all have been infiltrated by white nationalists and Ku Klux Klansmen. Why isn't the Ku Klux Klan considered a terrorist organization? Because Because they have Christian in their names. Well, you know, let this let this Christian stuff go for naught. Let me let me tell you about an email that I got yesterday uh, from uh, an Our Common Ground voice. And I can tell you, it was Jelani Cobb, Doctor Jelani Cobb. He he writes for the New Yorker, and he's a professor in Atlanta. And and he said, you know, this will not end on January 20th. We should prepare for the likelihood that outside the White House, Trump will morph into the leader of a Revenkiss movement seeking to topple the government. The radical forces will coalesce around the banner of resolution, re- restoration. And that and that's the restoration of the of uh a formal white supremacist, white nationalist um, ideology. These people are not playing, Alpha and and I'm and I'm very, very afraid. And our number is three four seven eight three eight nine eight five two if you'd like to uh chime in on the on, on the in, on the issue of the insurrection. If they do not deal with Donald Trump at a federal level, if he is not removed, first of all, he'll get a $200,000 a year pension and a $1 million travel budget and and, um, Secret Service protection for the rest of his life. That's where, you know, I mean, that's mind-boggling. Not to even calculate into the formula the emolument that he has grifted the entire four years he's been in office along with his family. Um, So the notion that the incoming administration is, you know, and I just don't see uh, Garland as you've said, uh, uh, Alpha, I just don't see Garland going after this. This is not over, folks. They are going to unleash. I mean, I've been on this on this broadcast for for three years talking about the coming civil war. I have had four programs since. I started broadcasting again in April about a mob nation. And here we are. And I want to know how many of you out there, you can call me, 347-838-9852, have written, called, emailed, tweeted your displeasure about the projected treatment because i mean it, 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 the the first thing alpha is that 
there's no doubt. They had inside help. They knew where to go. As many times as I have been in the Capitol building delivering shit and doing lobby on policy stuff, once once I pass Statuary Hall, I'm lost. If you stand in line to get into that building, they don't care who you are. You go through security. They open your bags, your briefcase. You have to take off your coat. You have to take off your belt. You have to take off all that stuff. The other question is why the Capitol Police rejected help knowing that this rally was going to occur. Go ahead, Alpha. Well, some of the people who call themselves Capitol Police are also Trumpers. Number one, you have all you have it's to do. It's the infiltration is that we've been talking about. Right. That's all you have to do is look for the selfies that they were taking, the open gate policy that they have. Come on in. Come on in. And notwithstanding the fact that you had uh, Democratic representatives, you know, in, in the chamber, and that's who they were looking for. Imagine right now if we on day four of a hostage siege where they're holding Nancy Pelosi and they're holding Steny Hoyer and they're holding people who simply will not give in to what they want and the threat is that they will die. If we imagine right now if we were in day three or four of this hostage siege on the Capitol and the questions that would be asked. Imagine if there was, you know, a former president there at the time. You know, Janice, this is this is far way beyond our national security. This is supposed to be who we are and we can't or won't protect that and think about it. We want to protect Let me interject That's here, Alpha, with most of the people who are listening will understand. This is what W.E.B. Du Bois wrote about, talked about a lot. The duality of our, the agency of our citizenship. It is hard, you know, one of the reasons I left law school, it is hard for me to grasp the whole notion that somehow this Constitution is designed to protect me. So when black people hear all these people talking about the Constitution and our democracy and our this and that in terms of the governance of of America, we kind of blanch because of the duality of our consciousness about who we are and our history 
in this country because this country has never recognized the debt that they owe us for the work that we did to build its economy and its greatness and thereby we don't know where we fit in all this stuff talking about the democracy and going back to normal. I, I'm, for, for me and mine, I'm not going back to normal, and I do have to. I do have to say that. Um, I, I do have to say a qualifier. I have had both the educational and professional opportunities available to very few people in this country. I have worked for, directly worked for, two corporate giants. I don't often say it, but I spent two years at Raytheon in the Missile Systems Division. So I've been inside the jaw of the giant. And there is no satisfaction there. Okay, Alpha, I just had to qualify that. (laughs) And I kind of lost my train of thought. Once you you (laughs) cut me off it. I mean, you were going on about. Uh, no, you, I you were talking. I, I remember, Janet. I remember. I'm, I'm just, you know, poking at you. You know, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm simply saying this. When we have, and we live in a system such as this. This is all we can expect. There's no constitution that was ever for us. And people people have to understand we we get a we get a kick out of the self deprivation. Pretending as though we matter. Black lives matter and we have to keep telling them that. Because they still don't believe it. And when you one saw thing those for people, sure, no. One one thing for sure is we have been the only moral barometer um, in the in in the in, in that informs uh, this country. We have been that. We have created a narrative about justice, whether they accept it, acknowledge it, or hear it. And on this insurrection, there is not a black person that I know or a black person hardly in America who did not see this coming. He's been, this president has been inciting This for two years, specifically in all of his hate rallies, turning his, turning 
in, in, in victimizing ignorant white supremacists to his calling. Well, Dennis, let me put it like this. We can also give a great deal of credit to the media because Donald Trump has built this machine of ignorance and this double, you don't know what the truth is because I say it's fake news. And his... his, uh, Kingdom of projection Because that's all he has ever done Is project What he is guilty of Admit nothing Deny everything And accuse everybody of what you're guilty of When he's caught in a lie He lies on top of that And the media For four and a half years Has simply failed to call him what he is, a lying grifter. Yeah, but, you and know, that was one of the reasons are. that one of the reasons that I was excited about having Jennifer Taub with us tonight is because in her book, she really talks, she really lays out the case that um, that I talk about all the time, and that is that most Americans are blinded by the whiteness. There are even some black people who are blinded by the whiteness, by the way. That um, how white people behave is not viewed, which is why white, uh, white crime, white collar crime, which costs us anywhere between 300 billion dollars and 800 billion dollars why why it has become acceptable because those people are white and people who want to march around and talk about whiteness does not matter color does not matter are just so faulty in their understanding it's like we Since the insurrection, we have tried, there are people out there, including your elected officials, who don't know, who understand jack about race in this country, that they have tried to create the false equivalency between the Black Lives Matter marches across this country in response to the murder of George Floyd to what happened on Wednesday. That's a false equivalency. There's, there is nothing. Or the rally, you know, we have forgotten that last weekend Trump supporters uh, rallied uh, had a march in Black Lives Matter Plaza in Washington, D.C., and it was nothing but a huge confrontation with the D.C. police and and, and, the, and those protesters. Nobody's talking about that and connecting it to 
why were those people in Washington, D.C. last weekend? Because they were planning. They were planning. And nobody's talking about how many of those people who were actually attacking police officers in Washington, D.C. Nobody, Everybody's forgotten about that. Have you forgotten about that, Alpha? Uh, no, I haven't. But one thing I know about that is that that's like two brothers fighting. You had so many of them within the police department that were actually a part of this. Mm-hmm. So they weren't fighting each other. They were mm-hmm. pushing and shoving and swing a stick here and swing a stick there. But was there ever an announcement of how many arrests were made? And I would dare say that there were very there were arrests made, but not like there should have been. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They should have swept. They should have swept the whole damn plaza. Because all they were there for was for violence and disruption. There mm-hmm. was no, there was no protest, no march. There was no reason for what was they What was they there to march for? Liberty yeah. and freedom. Mm-hmm. What were they there to march for? Are 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 raising the issue of uh, the guy who was sitting in. Uh, Pelosi's office with his feet on the desk, or the guy who was stealing the podium who was here from Florida, the woman that was killed. Um, Where are these unemployed people getting the money to do this travel? You know what the average hotel room in Washington, D.C. is? And I read an article which said that a lot of them were uh, being uh, boarded not in hotels but in B&Bs. Right. So, right. And they're being paid for by these dark <laughs> money groups who are uh, that, basically thank you. Thank mixing you. this money with, um, what did they say, money is fungible? Wasn't that the, uh, the hidden... The hidden dollar trick that uh, NRA was using to hide the Russian money, money is fungible. You throw it all in a bucket, shake it up, and you don't know what dollar belongs to who. And that's what's happening I agree. here. I the agree. 501C I agree. program that political uh, adventurers use are the major contributors to these types of ploys, because that's what the, this is some Roger Stone bullshit. This is the dirty tricks that someone like Roger Stone would would do or use, and that's what that's all white supremacists, white nationalists. That's that's what they do. They have a reasonable control. Of the country Of the country They have control of law enforcement They've pushed the Blue line You don't snitch on a brother You don't You know a a brother police officer You know We stick together 
all of all of this kind of military jargon, and this is this is how they roll, and this is what we're up against, and this so is why we must continue. Let's let's spend a few minutes, Alpha, and I know uh, you hadn't been called on to be my co-host tonight, but. Uh, I, I think your reasoned view about these things are, are, are really helpful. Uh, so what are we to do at this point? I know one of the things, my, my major objective and mission in life tomorrow will be organizing my comrades to ensure that Josh Hawley, Ted Cruz, Rand Paul, and Mark Meadows are expelled from public office. Well, who's going to expel them? It doesn't matter. I, I think that one of the things that has to happen is that we just have to continue to act in a way which makes demands, which as we've always done, and let it shake out. But part of that pressure has to go on Pelosi, Schumer, and Pence. Because, see, I think Pitts ought to be removed, too. You know, uh, he didn't he didn't get concerned until they had to rush him into the bunker. Well, let me put it. If you had seen, you I was this. watching, and if you had seen his face, can you imagine Mike Pence being more white than he is normally? He was whiter than white. His whole face, I mean, he was terrified. Janice, let me put it like they were rushing him out of there. <laughs> the the, the, the <laughs> other thing is that we've got to be focused, you know, like I'm really impressed by Cori Bush. I'm really, she's a new representative from Missouri. I'm really impressed by Bowman. Uh, new representative. I'm really impressed by this new representative, a, a really young guy from New York. I can't think of his name. Um, and we've got to let them know. You know, one of the things is that people depend on in order to be brave and bold, to know that we've got their backs. You do the right thing and we will protect you. Janice, look at look at AOC and look at the uh Ilya Oman and look at the, the gang of four. You know, she was what one ha- of the people that I was really uh Il Ilhan uh Omar. Uh she and uh, Ayana Presley. Ayana Presley wasn't in the Capitol building but Omar was wasn't either but I was really concerned that these people were hunting, 
specific people. They yes. were hunting Clyburn. Yes. They were hunting Pelosi. They were hunting Mike Pence. They were hunting specific people, and I was so afraid that they were hunting Omar, really. Um, I, I just, I was just very frightened, uh, and I knew that the Capitol Police would not have the intuition to have a list of people, but I also knew that she was under uh, FBI security because of the the threats against uh, death threats against her. So no matter where she was. She had some coverage, but I was still real, real concerned about that. We only have a few minutes, folks, if you want to get in on this conversation. 347-838-9852 is, is our number. We got 15 Go minutes, Janice. If they haven't, we got 15 minutes. If they haven't called by now, let's just run this out. I don't want to see Okay, how, let's just run this house, out, Alpha. I'm, if, I'm if game. House music lover, wait a minute. If House Music Lover calls, I'm going to find his house. We ain't, ain't going to pay Chicago. no attention to him because he's been, <laughs> he's been sitting in the cut for two hours. Wait. And also, 347-838-9852 if you want to get on the um, um, joint jam um, to listen to music after this show. If nobody's on the board, I won't do it. Go ahead. Let's 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 run it out, uh, uh, Alpha. Well, Janice, uh, I have someone here who wants to speak to you. His name is Goody Roberts. Is that the guy's name you call? Goody Roberts. Well, what's the guy's name? Who's the Biden worker and uh, Randy Anderson? <laughs> Randy, I mean, give it a name. Give it a name. It has absolutely nothing better to do on a Saturday night. This is, I'm the one that ain't got nothing to do on a Saturday night. I might polish up my uh, my hover around here in the house and turn in circles in my living room, but that's about it. That's the excitement in my evening. So, you know, I aggravate the hell out of the people here in the house, but that's about it. Well, it's, let me ask you a question as we as we run this out. One of the concerns that I have too is I thought that they should swear Ossoff and Warnick in today, yesterday, and they didn't do it. That's Mitch McConnell. He is trying to hold down his control to the very end. And that's another well, thing. People need to be raising yeah. that question. You know, it, it's uh, it, it's a matter of here is an opportunity for Americans to demand some house cleaning in this Congress. Even Ted Cruz, hometown newspapers, too calling for him to resign. I don't want to see okay. these people resign. I want to see them removed, expelled. Well, let me put it like this. Resign, removed, expelled, they ain't going nowhere. They have to be legally, what, impeached? 
And if you can't do that, they don't give a damn what you think. And that's okay, just that's he, something that goes unsaid. But they just won't say it. Question. If people stop mealy mouthing around around oligarch money that went through this Congress which is a federal crime. If you start hitting them with the questions about the illegal, who got illegal money and why. And the, and the other thing, too, is can we, can we bring criminal charges against Lindsey Graham for interfering in the Georgia election? Soliciting, soliciting a crime. Voter fraud. Voter fraud. And Lindsey Lindsey Graham, number one, is white. Lindsey Graham, number two, is a sitting senator. You ain't going to get none of that. You ain't going to get none of that. Sit down and shut up, little black girl, because you ain't going to get none of that. And that's basically what this is. This is the way but, we but, but have see, I'm like treated. I'm like those guys I'm like those guys that were inside the Capitol building on Wednesday. If you keep if you keep banging on that door with a sledgehammer, a crowbar, or um, a fire extinguisher, some of the woods gonna give away. Naturally. I mean, you're talking about they broke windows, which are hurricane windows. Well, you know, Janice, it's, the it's a windows bad thing that can. They, they clown in here in Chicago. Seven people got shot. Five victims have died. The shooter identified. He was shot and killed by police. That's here in Chicago. And that's <laughs> that's coming across my television now. And I just I just looked at the TV and I said, and all I could do was shake my head. But, you know, back to what we were saying. This is just. You know, I mean, these people was. are now having to decide whether or not they're, they're having to decide um, about what they're going to do because fascism has arrived on the scene with full uniform and program. Well, Janice, you mentioned you mentioned we have to have a we have to have a creative group to fight fascism. We already have a group. You know, thousands of men landed on the beaches of Normandy. They were anti-fascist, also known as antifa. <laughs> That's what well, antifa well, is. Here, here's 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 a story. You've got a military that has been groomed to fight fascism, but they are fascists. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's the problem with the with with. Uh, with law enforcement and why police need to be defunded and 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 new police um uh transformation has to happen because you've got people who are supposed to be fighting crime and they are criminals. 
Oh, I live here in Chicago, okay? It's like, come on. Come on. All of these drugs, all of these guns, all of this shit don't go on without the police knowing about it. There is a series called Chicago PD. And um, corny, yes. But real, yes, because the police are far from angels. Police are far from law-abiding. And people will tell you that um, in order to deal with criminals, you literally have to act like a criminal. It's on your yeah. own little club. It's your own little club. Okay, but let's, let's, let's go back to what do you, what do you think will happen on Monday? Nothing. She she's going to impeach him. They will both they will go through the impeachment as not picture this as in the background the Republicans will be yelling and screaming. Oh, this is process. You can't do this. This is illegal. And all the while the, the Democrats will be moving forward. And voting on this impeachment. Hold on for a minute, Alpo. They will vote to impeach him, but the Senate will do nothing. Hold on for a second. You can't trust this president to do the right thing, not for one minute, not for one election, not for the sake of our country. You just can't. He will not change, and you know it. History will not be kind to Donald Trump. I think we all know that. Not because it will be written by never-Trumpers, but because whenever we have departed from the values of our nation, we have come to regret it. And that regret is written all over the pages of our history. If you find that the House has proved its case and still vote to acquit, your name will be tied to his with a cord of steel and for all of history. He has betrayed our national security. He has compromised our elections, and he will do so again. You will not change him. You cannot constrain him. Truth matters little to him. What's right matters even less. And decency matters not at all. This is our common... You see, we're going through that again. But they didn't listen then. So, Alvo, tell me how it's going to be different. It's not meant to be different. This impeachment is nothing more than to sully his name further and make sure he can't run for office any place, anywhere, at any time. That's the that's the best thing you'll get out of it. Okay, Monday let me tell you what I think is going to happen on Monday. I think on Monday he is going to come with a, a list of no less than 20 people that he is going to pardon before oh. he is impeached. It will include his children, his his uh, son-in-law. Melania might be in there. It will include Rudy Giuliani. It will include Stephanie Powell. It will include the current sitting... Press, uh, White House press secretary. It will include Stephen Miller. It will include Stephen Bannon. 
I wouldn't doubt that oh, he got and, to get those and, party and, things. And, and, and Mnuchin. Mnuchin. And let me put it like this. If he steps down and turns and looks at Mike Pence to pardon him, I don't think Mike Pence is going to do it. I think Mike Pence is going to say, you're on your own, buddy, and leave him hanging. That's why I think he's going to hold on and try to pardon himself. Because the way he's treated. Oh, yeah, he'll be on the list. He'll be on the list. And Jay Sekulov, another one. And a couple of, oh, oh. Wilbur Ross. Oh, oh wait. Elaine Chow. Oh, well, he might he might not pardon Elaine Chow because she she bailed out. Well, Wilbur Ross is Wilbur Ross is 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 old to the point where he may not live to get a pardon. That's I mean he's so he's so fragile. I mean yeah. he, I mean it's to that point. But you're right. He he he's gonna come with. Uh, I mean, I, I the only reason I didn't mention it is because it's it's fully expected, and it's 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 to this well, point. and then you, you you have people who think that the most important thing that happened today, and you know we're gonna wrap it up, uh, Alpha. The most important thing that happened today that he was suspended from every social media platform um, and that's all they'll talk about part of the problem also is we have such short memories well we have such short memories because the media experience basically rests with short memories mm-hmm. that's what they do that's yeah. exactly what they do yeah. Hey, Alpha. Thanks for for hanging out with me tonight, um, and sitting in for sitting in for Jennifer Taub, who we're tell gonna find out what happened. Something very something tell happened. She owes She's me. A, what? Tell her she owes me. Tell her she owes <laughs> me, and she don't even know me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll tell her she'll have to come to the Alpha show. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Alpho, and you be well and stay safe. Thank you, Janet. Uh, I, I, I want to remind all of you to to be safe um, as you go about your your lives uh, this week. Uh, all of these people, all of the travel from the new year, all of these people traveling back and forth to to uh, Washington, D.C., um, and the Christmas travelers, they haven't done their super spread. They have done their super spread, and it is going to to increase the numbers, um, and we don't have a national plan for the vaccine, so everybody is doing it very differently. Uh, it's incredible. Next week at our common ground, if the the horses cross and the creek don't rise, uh, we're going to be talking with Dr. Rachel Hardiman.
she has been fighting racism, which results in medical, racial medical disparities, especially around the issue of black infant mortality. When I talked with her this uh, this past week, she said something that was astounding to me. She told me that black babies die at birth three times higher than white newborns. And she said that when you cut that in half, when the doctor is black. Thank you for so much for being with us. Be well. We appreciate your support and your listenership. Thank you for joining us in the first episode of our 2021 season at Our Common Ground, the Sanctuary for Black Truth. We appreciate our listeners, callers, and our guests. We close tonight taking from the words of my most favorite black philosopher, James Baldwin. It is certain, in any case, that ignorance allied with power is the most ferocious enemy justice can have. To be a Negro in this country and to be relatively conscious is to be in a rage almost all the time. Our Common Ground provides you a sanctuary for that rage. Bring your friends and allies each Saturday, 10 p.m. I'm Janice Graham, and I'll be listening for you.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.